Welcome to today's podcast brought to you by Market Scale. I'm Sean Heath, and today I have the privilege of speaking with Mike Sage, the General Manager of Corporate Sponsorships for Mustang Sports Properties. Mike, how are you today? I'm doing well, Sean. How are you? I have to say I'm doing quite well. I'm very excited because when I was younger, I always wanted to go to SMU and I didn't even grow up in Texas. So there is a a a history, a prestige that has existed for a long time with SMU and you get to deal with that on a daily basis. So let's talk how you came to be a part of this SMU family. Sure. Yeah. Uh, SMU is certainly a great place. I've been here a little over two years. I started in August of 2015. Uh, my background, um, I, I graduated from uh, Florida State University in Tallahassee back in uh, the spring of 2002. And uh, over the last 15, 16 years, I have um, kind of, you know, a, a career in sports marketing. You, 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 you want to look for the next opportunity while continuing to develop and, and refine your skills. And uh, everyone, uh, here's the, I got my degree in sports management and you hear that and you're like, wow, that, that sounds really good. I, I grew up a sports fan. I'm originally from Boston, um, grew up a huge uh, pro sports fan, obviously New England and the Red Sox and the Bruins and, and the Patriots. And uh, sports was just kind of a natural part of my life. So when I found out there was a major uh, focusing on sports management and governance, um, I was I was all in. So uh, a lot of the curriculum now focuses on sports business. Back then, it was kind of an emerging program. Um, so I graduated, and my first job out of college was with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I found that the easiest way to get in the door in sports is through sales. So I took an entry level ticket sales job. Um, you know, was making uh, thirteen thousand dollars a year. Uh, plus commission and no benefits. Uh, and if you can if you can hack it and you can sell and develop relationships, uh, they hired you on full time and uh, was able to make a, a career. And I spent six years uh, with the Lightning and um, ticket sales and sponsorships uh, and then um, was recruited to join a company called IMG College, uh, which controlled the multimedia rights at the University of Houston. Um, I moved over to the college side, spent three years with IMG at Houston, uh, transferred to Florida State. I uh, got a chance to work for my alma mater uh, from 2011 to 2014, uh, and then I transferred to Virginia Tech. I spent 18 months there uh, before I was recruited uh, to join Learfield, um, who is the multimedia rights owner for SMU Athletics here in Dallas. I have to say that that is quite the uh, frequent flyer miles that you have built up there to wind up here in Dallas. And I'm I'm going to go ahead and say you probably are pretty close to the the mountaintop as far as prestige in in athletics at pretty much any level. SMU has a very storied, very rich history and you are in in a very unique position because you have that prestige, that brand of SMU athletics, but you're tasked with developing the proper corporate partnerships. What have you kind of seen over the last, let's say the last year to year and a half, that's different than what you would have normally believed were traditional approaches in that building those partnerships? Yeah, it's uh, for one thing, obviously, you know, uh, a prestigious, very uh, well-respected academic university like SMU um, attracts, uh, you know, top students from all around the country. As a matter of fact, a, a, a pretty high percentage of our undergraduate enrollment 
uh, come from out of state. Um, obviously, being a, a private university nestled in in one of the wealthiest uh, neighborhoods in, in America and a thriving metro market like Dallas-Fort Worth uh, was part of the attraction for me to come here and, and lead uh, corporate partnerships for SMU Athletics. Uh, you talked about the tradition and, and the brand that SMU has. Um, I think everyone, I mean, SMU is Dallas's only Division I program. Uh, so I think everyone knows uh you know, the history and who SMU is and where they are and, and who their alumni are and, and kind of w- what those expectations are. Um, you know, I think some of the challenges uh, from my role here to try to develop corporate partnerships, uh, we work with businesses of all shapes and sizes from, you know, local to medium, small to medium sized local businesses to, you know, you know, Fortune 100 companies um, that, that uh, operate here in Dallas. And the attraction is, while it's a very competitive market, uh, we have a very... Um, attractive uh, demographic and alumni base uh, of, of college sports fans that, that follow SMU athletics, that come to our games, that are season ticket holders, that uh, listen to our games on the radio, watch our games on TV, um, follow us through social media. So um, I think the, the nature of the competitive market when you're talking about sports marketing and entertainment dollars from a corporate standpoint is um, uh, it's an amazing challenge, but we also have um, a lot of history and, and uh, some very good talking points where we're in developing relationships in the market. We understand that we provide um, a, a, a more of a community uh, type value versus um, you know similar assets or partnerships with the Dallas Cowboys. That's America's team. That's on another level of, of brand and fan engagement and influence. But what we have here is similar assets that can that can provide a, a local or regional or national um, uh, objective based on and marketing strategies of our, our clients and our prospects. And it's our job to learn uh, about our partners and, and you know, uh, hear more about what their overall objectives are and how they want to grow their business and how they want to interact with customers or, um, you know, deliver brand messaging or gather leads. And, and so for us, it's learning more about that and then, you know, finding uh, ways to develop conceptual partnership ideas and concepts surrounding college sports, which is a lot of fun. Uh, it's engaging, it's, it's impactful, um, and it can really help uh, drive the bottom line uh, of a business. You work with a very interesting dynamic that you mentioned, and that is that a large percentage of the students at SMU are from out of state. And the fact that you are the only Division I uh, university in the Dallas proper, but you're surrounded by Division Two and uh, a couple of other Division Ones that are outside uh, Dallas proper that are technically part of the Metroplex, I guess. Um, but you have, Dallas is a city of transplants. And I'm really curious, you have experience with students from other parts of the country and other parts of the world. How do you specifically brand a university to fans of college sports that maybe they're not necessarily alumni of SMU or or maybe they don't even have any even peripheral correction, collection, connection, that's the word, to SMU other than the fact that they know it's in the neighborhood. You know, that's a great point. Dallas being such a transient market, attracting students um, from out of the state, uh, also, the you know, the economy and the, uh, the growth of uh, influx of Fortune 500 companies and the job market. Uh, and the cost of living has made Dallas a true transient city. And so we call we call that group here in Dallas in athletics, the casual college sports fan. 
So that might be somebody that's not from Dallas that came here and, and um, got a job working for a Fortune 500 company that might have went to Texas Tech or Texas A&M or Oklahoma or LSU or UCLA or Boston College. And, and so what we try to do as an extension of, of what we're of being Dallas's hometown team, our only division one, we're talking major mid-major college football and basketball uh, in a community sense, a family environment. It's a lot of fun to come out and experience our games. We do uh, a lot to invest in um, once someone steps foot on campus to, to get them back and get them engaged and support their team. So um, it, my background specifically uh, in Tampa has kind of helped a little bit of that selling hockey in a Florida market where you've got people from Boston and Chicago and New York and Philadelphia and uh, Detroit um, that would that would support their hometown team. Um, when the Red Wings came to town, the Lightning would sell out and half the fans would be Red Wings fans. But we were able to build a, a fan base and provide an experience to those fans to get them to adopt the Tampa Bay Lightning as their secondary team. Well, that's kind of the mindset here at SMU as well. So we have obviously our, you know, our constituents, our donors, our season tickets, our alumni, our generational fans, um, whose, whose son or brother or aunt or granddaughter or grandson or cousin may have gone to SMU. It's, it's capturing that, that casual college sports fan that we have Division One football, Division One college uh, men's and women's basketball that were competitive leagues that we provide a great entertainment, uh, great value uh, from a ticket price standpoint. And we want them to come down when their team is not in town or if they're not able to come to a game to come down and watch college football Saturday. I mean, we were fourth in the country in, in points per game uh, this past year uh, for football. Um, we've won 30 games uh, the past four seasons in basketball with a couple of NCAA tournament bursts, three, three straight conference championships. So uh, that's that's really it's, it's us getting out there and engaging with those folks to invite them down, uh, show them a good time, invite them back and tell them to bring some friends. So it's well known that SMU has it, it takes pride in its interaction and its synergy with the community. That's that's well known. And so I'm curious about the sort of difference it can make for an organization or a business to be associated with a sports team or, or maybe advertised during games. How, how do you feel about that? Well, I mean, the community sense is a, is a, is a huge moniker. I mean, for us, we sit down with a company and hear more about they want to find a way to support SMU, um, we, we have to find out what their overall objectives are. Is it, is it you know, to show community support and, and make an investment just to, to do that? Is there an expectation for return on investment depending on the business? Is there a, a, a retail consumer um, you know, focus based on that client? Is it a B2B uh, focus or is it, is it just to try to get their brand associated with our brand? Um, so it, it varies so much from um, business to business, from client to client. Um, SMU uh, has 500 C-level executives um, that are alumni here in Dallas. And so from a community standpoint, everyone kind of knows who we are. Um, it's us educating people on what it is that we do and how we can make an impact on their business. So how do you... I mean, is there a secret formula or kind of what's the process that you go through in deciding if SMU and a business are, are a good fit? Yeah. I don't, or is that something you can't tell me because it's a secret? No, I wish I had. I wish I had the secret formula uh, that for us, it's, it's relationship based. It's making sure that we that we understand 
um, what it is that that we're a solutions based uh, consulting company, for lack of a better term. So we 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 hear kind of their needs analysis, what what they want, what their objectives are, and then we, being experts in sports marketing and knowing who our fans are and who their target is. We try to align those as best that we can. So if I talk to a, a financial company or an insurance company or a, a medical company, uh, I you know, really take an interest in, in, in who those people are trying to attract and what their goals are. And then finding a strategic way to activate that around athletics in a fun, casual environment where they can uh, accomplish those goals. There's not a secret formula outside of actually taking the interest in what it is that this company does who it is that they're trying to attract and becoming an extension of their sales and marketing team. Um, that's essentially what they're doing. Making an investment in our program is um, hiring us to become an extension of their sales and marketing team and, and having us put a plan in place to deliver their brand message um, to, to the loyal, passionate, affluent SMU fan base. Do you take that same approach when you're trying to determine which sports are right for each organization? Maybe one company is perfect for women's volleyball. One might be perfect for water polo or football or basketball. Is there sort of a just a natural association that comes up during this approach? Yeah, I think there is. That really comes with experience um, on, uh, you know, our background of, of a sales team and how we kind of hear exactly what it is that these folks are trying to accomplish. There are businesses that are, are trying to attract students and, and um, engage them uh, in a way uh, that that a company that's trying to attract an older demographic um, or, or trying to get to a business decision maker that does affect how we affect or how we reach those uh, that that fan audience and in which venue uh, we affect that audience. Um, you know, we're, we're famous, our SME football tailgate is, is, is called the Boulevard, uh, as we, we line up Bishop Boulevard, uh, or the, the Mustang Mile, if you will. It's, you know, the SME is one of the prettiest campuses, uh, in the country. And you've got this canopy oak tree line road with this bright green grass. And, um, on game days, uh, you know, 25 to 30,000 people come out in Boulevard. They don't tailgate. So that might be an area for a specific company to come out and set up a booth and, engage and do some giveaways and collect leads, uh, whereas another company might want to engage more uh, with the donors, and that's probably a better fit for maybe men's basketball. And we set them up in, in our club or suite areas, and, and we're able to have them um, you know, pass out marketing collateral or reach them through digital communication. So it really does vary from um, sport to sport, and it's really us, us knowing what it is that we're trying to sell and then learning about who they're trying to reach to find the best fit. Sweet. So you really have an established identity, both as in, in your company, as far as the connection with SMU and SMU's sort of image. But you also have personally, you have experience with a bunch of different approaches and you've been able to witness sort of the growth and the evolution of this partnership building. What do you see kind of in the future? What what sort of you what sort of changes do you think are coming in the the near future on the horizon? I feel like you know the sports marketing realm and the way that people want their message to be heard um, from a consumer or and our what we can deliver right now is, is is college sports fans and they have an affinity for their school. Um, we find a lot more in the past five to six years that um, companies aren't as interested in your traditional spots and dots. Um, you know, running a running a, a digital rotation sign during a basketball game um, is great from a branding and visibility standpoint. 
um, but there might be some sort of call to action or lead generating um, asset that they might be missing out on. And so for us, it's constantly staying on trends in the market to find out what other colleges, what other competitors, what are our pro sports teams in the market doing? Can we mirror those successes um, it, promotionally? A lot of times um, it's not trying to reinvent the wheel. It's just trying to find the right fit. Um, so it really is kind of an evolving process. Uh, we've invested a lot in the last 18 months in the digital space. Um, obviously that changes every day. We're trying to increase engagement through our social media channels, through uh, streamlining our athletics message versus our sports specific message through Twi Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram. Um, we've invested more in paid social media posts on behalf of our partners, which has helped increase engagement overall for our athletic programs and our followers, if you will. Um, and so that just, I think providing our, our partners and, and the university constituents and fans uh, with engaging content through digital is the next step. It's just a matter of, um, uh, you know, for lack of a word, kind of trial and error to see which, which campaigns perform at a higher level and which products uh, we're able to sell uh, that provide the most value and the most return investment for our client. Today, I've been speaking with Mike Sage, the general manager of corporate sponsorships for Mustang Sports Properties. Thanks again, Mike. I hope you have a great day and I look forward to talking to you again. John, it was a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me and I uh, look forward to working with you guys here uh, in 2018. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com slash industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the MarketScale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries.